Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today we're talking with Dr. Eric Turner of People's Cancer Institute in Dalton. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Turner. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on the show. Dr. Turner is a board-certified medical oncologist and medical director of People's Cancer Institute at 1215 Memorial Drive on the campus of Hamilton Medical Center. Dr. Turner specializes in adult cancer and hematology disorders. He completed his internal medicine residency at the University of Virginia Health Systems in Charlottesville, Virginia, and his medical oncology hematology fellowship training at the University of North Carolina School of Medicine in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Dr. Turner practiced medical oncology in Calhoun, Georgia for 15 years before joining Hamilton. Dr. Turner, you were here with us a few months ago. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. How you been doing? I've been doing well. I'm staying busy at the People's Cancer Institute. At People's Cancer Institute. Yes. That is a fabulous, fabulous facility. It's uh, It's been a blessing, I think, to the uh, community as a whole and, and uh, certainly enjoyed coming to work every day at, at PCI and uh, taking care of patients. It's been, it's been a blessing to me for sure. Well, before we get through the radio show and the podcast today, I want to talk about People's Cancer Institute. Right now, I want to talk about genetic screening for cancer. Let's talk about uh, genetic screening for cancer. What's the goal of People's Cancer Institute genetic screening program? Well, our goal is to provide patients and their families with uh, the most up-to-date information about hereditary cancer risk and, and the guidelines for cancer screening and treatment options. Now, can cancer be passed down in families? Yes, it can. Uh, mutations in our genes can lead to the development of certain types of cancers. Uh, within some families, these genetic mutations, also known as germline mutations, uh, can be inherited or, or passed down through generations. Some of the mutations increase our risk of developing cancer later in life. Uh, examples such uh, as breast cancer, ovarian cancer, colon cancer, those are, are more likely to be inherited than some of the other types of cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and with that said, again, most cancers are not inherited and they just happen sporadically. But uh, inherited type cancers make up about 5 to 10 percent of all cancer cases. Wow. Now, what are some of the clues that indicate hereditary cancer risk within mm -hmm. a family? Well, there are several. Uh, if you have cancers in two or more family members on the same side of the family. Cancers diagnosed under the age of 50. If you have multiple generations within a family uh, diagnosed with cancer, that, that may be a clue. Uh, certain types of cancer running in families associated with specific cancer syndromes may indicate a hereditary cancer. Uh, certain ethnic groups, such as Ashkenazi Jewish uh, individuals, are at higher risk for inherited cancer. Hmm. Um, and then individuals that have multiple types of cancer um, are also at uh, increased risk for hereditary cancers. I see, and that is very interesting. Uh, is genetic testing covered by my insurance, and uh, will it affect my insurance coverage? You know, that's a great question, and it's one I actually uh, get a lot in clinic. Um, you know, genetic testing coverage varies among insurance companies. Uh, most of the time, the genetic testing is at least partially covered. Uh, typically, genetic com companies do a really good job with assistance programs. So, so those that are not covered in full, uh, uninsured or underinsured patients will typically have enough assistance to be able to get these tests. Federal laws prevent discrimination based off genetic test results for the purchasing of health insurance. Unfortunately, other types of insurance, such as uh, disability and life insurance, are not necessarily protected by those same laws. 
I see. So if you're going for life insurance, that could definitely increase your... It, it can, and it's something that we discuss with patients when the decisions are being made as to whether or not to get testing at a, at a clinic visit. Well, now, one of the things that I was wanting to ask you is, why should someone even have genetic testing? Well, if an individual has a personal history or a family history suggesting a possible hereditary cancer, then genetic testing really should be considered. At our program at People's Cancer Institute, uh, individuals will speak with a geneticist counselor prior to uh, testing to assure that the uh, testing is appropriate. It's typically performed through a simple blood draw or a saliva test, Mm -hmm. and the results really truly, they can alter your screening recommendations as well as the treatment plan depending on those results. The decisions can be made um, after a a careful discussion with your physician uh, to decide what needs to be done. And if additional discussions are needed, we we have genetic counseling available. It's important to really know that up to 25 to 30 percent of individuals tested will have a change in either their screening or their treatment recommendations based off those test results. And that's really the importance of genetic testing. Wow, 25 to 30 percent. Yeah. That's a pretty pretty high number, that actually. That is a mm-hmm. very high number. You know, the changes in screening really, uh, when you think about their standard guidelines, but if you come back with an inherited type cancer gene mutation, you may need more frequent testing or more frequent screening. And so uh, it really can affect what we do. Well, now, what is the process the, for genetic screening at People's Cancer Institute? We currently are screening at two locations within the building at People's Cancer Institute. One of the locations and the primary location is performed at our Women's Imaging Center, where our mammograms and ultrasounds are performed. Uh, The other location is within our medical oncology clinic. And basically after a patient is checked in to one of the locations, they'll fill out a simple paper or electronic screening questionnaire that's asking questions regarding both personal and family history of cancer and cancer risk. Depending on those answers and the calculated risk of having an inherited cancer, the patient will watch a short video, takes about three and a half minutes, on inherited cancers, and then that'll be followed with a telephone conversation with a telehealth geneticist. And then a family pedigree is basically created by the geneticist that looks at the patient as well as their family members and what those risks are. And then if appropriate, they'll have a blood draw at the time of the visit. Turnaround time for a genetic test is about two weeks to get the results. And then we have a cancer clinic navigator um, that will follow up on the results for each patient. And then additionally, we have an appointment that'll be offered to the patient so that they can sit down with a cancer provider and discuss the results and any change in the screening or treatment recommendations based on those results. Now, what is the People Cancer Institute high-risk genetic clinic? I'm not sure what that is. Mm -hmm. So basically at the People's Cancer Institute, we we created a high-risk genetics clinic so that individuals who have a hereditary genetic mutation or individuals who do not have a genetic mutation but are at an extremely high high risk for development of certain types of cancer can come see a provider in person and they can go over the results and discuss the changes in the screening recommendations and or the treatment recommendations uh, depending on their situation. And again, as we've talked about, up to 25 to 30 percent of individuals will have a change in those screening recommendations based on their test results. There are national guidelines uh, regarding the alterations in screening mm-hmm. and treatment protocols for individuals with hereditary genetic mutations or who are at otherwise um, high lifetime risk of certain types of cancers, examples being, uh, or an example being breast cancer. Um, when you think about 
typically mammogram yearly screening. Um, if you have a high lifetime risk of breast cancer based off these results, then we often offer MRI screening as well in addition to mammograms. So it may alter what you need to do as far as your screening uh, protocol for breast cancer. An oncology certified nurse practitioner that runs our high-risk clinic will review these guidelines and assure that appropriate imaging and physician referrals are made at the correct time intervals. Well, now, why did People's Cancer Institute start the high-risk genetics program? The high-risk genetics program was started to address an unmet need in our region of identifying and, and offering testing to those individuals at increased risk for inherited cancers. Um, our goal was really to provide the highest quality and, and most comprehensive care for those patients at increased risk of developing cancer. The program was launched August 25th of 2001 and really has continued to grow. Thus far, we've found uh, 19 patients to have a mutation positive for hereditary cancer, and then another 25 or so that have been found to be at what was called high-risk negative, meaning uh, greater than a 25% lifetime risk of developing breast cancer, which is the primary other screening tool. No, I understand. Mm -hmm. uh, that, those are some big numbers. Yeah, Those are they are. It's, it, they, when you start looking at the numbers and you realize the uh, potential impact that you can have on a community uh, by doing the screening program. What is the annual incidence of hereditary cancers? Depends on the type of cancer. Uh, for example, the uh, annual incidence of breast cancer is about 255,000 uh, new cases per year. Of those, 12 to 14% are deemed hereditary, which means about 35,000 hereditary breast cancer cases per year. Annual incidence of ovarian cancer is 22,000. Almost 24% of those, though, are hereditary, so that equals about 5,300 cases per year that are considered to be hereditary for ovarian. The annual incidence of colorectal is about 135,000 cases per oh, year. Wow. 10% are considered hereditary, so that's about 13,000 cases of colorectal cancer that are probably inherited. Is it possible for my results to be uncertain? You know, occasionally genetic mutations can be found in DNA that do not have a definitive link to an inherited risk of cancer. These are known as variant of unknown significance or VUS mutations. Research has yet to confirm the significance of these mutations. These types of mutations will be followed over time. And in case future research discovers new information about the variant and its relationship to cancer development. Now, how does knowing my cancer risk help my family members? Well, your physician and uh, genetic counselor will help you understand how the genetic testing results can affect the other family members. Testing positive for an inherited cancer mutation gives your children about a 50-50 chance of inheriting that same mutation. Additionally, first-degree relatives can have up to a 50% chance of having that mutation, hmm. and even extended relatives can have some risk of having the mutation. This fact basically leads to what's known as cascade testing, where it is recommended that certain other family members be tested for that same mutation as well. Tell us more about People's Cancer Institute. Uh, happy to do that. It's, it's on the campus of Hamilton Medical Center. Um, houses both diagnostic and treatment services in one convenient location. It really allows Hamilton's expert team of medical oncologists, radiation oncologists, uh, surgeons, and other clinical support staff to work collaboratively to provide state-of-the-art care in what we feel is a very healing and, and nurturing environment. We really feel that we're we're transforming cancer care in our region. Our multidisciplinary team provides 
medical oncology, radiation oncology, hematology services, and state-of-the-art cancer treatment. Hamilton Medical Center, we're proud that we're ranked in the top 10% in the nation in patient safety for cancer care. That's wonderful. And the uh, PCI is accredited by the Commission on Cancer, which basically means that we are practicing the uh, standards of care for uh, treating cancer patients. Um, We provide uh, board-certified medical oncologists, radiation oncologists, and surgeons. Um, We have cutting-edge radiation therapies. Uh, I think that includes our Varian True Beam Linear Accelerator, uh, 4D CT simulation, and HDR brachytherapy. Again, as we've talked about today, genetic testing and counseling helps guide a lot of the decisions that we make uh, in our clinic. We have 3D mammography and ultrasound capability. Our beautiful, beautiful infusion center has private and semi-private infusion rooms available. And uh, again, we we approach things from a multidisciplinary care standpoint. Uh, Hamilton's healthcare systems team of experts work together to provide provide each patient with the most up-to-date and, and comprehensive cancer treatment plans. We have patient navigation and oncology social work services, and that can't be understated. Uh, a lot goes into taking care of cancer patients and, and guiding them through their cancer care. So our navigators and our social work system is uh, a really important uh piece of our care team. And second opinions, if you've been uh, diagnosed with a, with cancer and you want someone to review your treatment plan, we also have the ability to connect uh, folks with additional resources. If you happen to need an academic center for some reason, uh, we have the ability to do that. Hamilton Medical Center uh, recently opened the new Bandy Endoscopy Center, and that's a state-of-the-art center that's connected with the hospital with its own entrance and convenient uh, patient care parking back behind our building. And it's also a beautiful facility. Bandy Endoscopy Center Center at Hamblin has doubled the number of procedure suites, and they have 16 private patient rooms. And there you can undergo uh, gastrointestinal endoscopy and bronchoscopy procedures. And what that really does for us on the cancer side is it allows us to be linked to the physicians that are out diagnosing things like colon cancer or lung cancer. So all of uh, we're all connected, and it all makes it really a, a nice multidisciplinary team approach. And it allows us as providers to be able to connect to our colleagues and talk about uh, patients and their, and their cancer cases. So we really do strive to make this a multidisciplinary approach. People's Cancer Institute, what a fantastic place. Dr. Turner, I'm so glad you took time to join us today. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. Well, I enjoyed. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. For more information or an appointment at People's Cancer Institute, call 844-PCI-HOPE. 844-PCI-HOPE. To make an appointment for a colonoscopy, call your primary care provider. If you're in need of a primary care provider, visit hamiltonhealth.com HPG. And to learn more about People's Cancer Institute, visit hamiltonhealth.com cancer. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System.